I want to read to you from the scripture, Luke chapter 2. It's the, the birth of Jesus. You know, so many people today don't even know the Christmas story. And those who kind of know it, maybe don't see themselves in it. So I just want to read to you two accounts, one out of Luke, and I'll quote the other one in just a moment. It says, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. And everyone went to the hometown to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth into Galilee to Judea in Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged at the house in the line of David. And he was there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. But she gave birth, the Bible says, to her firstborn, a son. And she wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room. Can everybody say no room? There was no room available for them. And while the shepherds living outside the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of God shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah of the world. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly... A great company of heavenly hosts appeared with an angel and praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those to whom His favor rests. And when the angels had left, and it says, and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. And when they'd seen him, they spread the word about what they were told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they'd seen and they heard just as it's been told. Let me read to you just one more book. This is the book of Matthew. It's another account of the birth of Christ. And I want to focus on a couple of things here. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judah during the time of Herod. Magi, a wise man from the east, came to Jerusalem. They said, where is the one? who was to be born king of the Jews. We saw a star, and when it rose, we came to worship him. And when Herod, Herod was the king, heard this, he was disturbed, and all of Jerusalem with him. And when he called together the people's chief priests and the teachers of the law, he asked him, he asked them, where is this Messiah to be born? 
In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied. For this is what was spoken by the prophet. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler whose shepherd will be my people. So the Bible says here that Herod called the Magi secretly and he found them. And, and he said to them the exact time that the, and asked them, when was the exact time the star had appeared? And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go search carefully for the child. And as soon as you find him, report back to me so I too may go and worship him. And after they heard the king, they went on the way. The star had been there where it rose, went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his, with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and they worshipped him. And then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. Having warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned by another route. I read those two accounts because there's something in here that I think we have to be careful we don't do. You see, I think in the midst of this season, we could miss Jesus. I, I hear people and I see people getting stressed out. It's Christmas time. It's what am I going to cook? And do I have enough money? And, you know, do, are all the family come together? What's the weather like? And is the family good? Is, is that uncle going to be there? Where are we going to put him? What are we going to do if he does this? And how, oh no, someone brought me a present. I didn't buy them a present. And then, of course, all the, for employers, Christmas bonuses. I don't know if I have enough money to give the employees Christmas bonuses. Will it be enough? Will they be happy? Will they expect more and pressure and drama? And then you're busy running all over the place. I mean, just yesterday, I tried to go to Lynn Haven Mall. Dear God, I had to park so far away, I wanted to call an Uber. It was cold out there last night. And the stress and the drama and the pressure. And in it all, if we're not careful, we can lose the real meaning of Christmas. It's about the Son of God, the glory of God, a Savior being born to us. Let me show you someone else who kind of missed it. And Jesus is right there in the middle of them. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations. This is not... At Christmas time, this is just in the life of Jesus. And she was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made, at least in her mind. So she came to Jesus and said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work all by myself? And you're not worried? And he goes, Martha, Martha. How many know when Jesus says your name's twice, your name twice, there's going to be a lesson? The Lord answered, you are worried and upset about the Christmas tree, about the presents, about the food, about all the preparations. You've gone to all this trouble, but few things are needed. Or indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Do you know what Jesus is saying? Martha, you're so busy 
trying to get everything ready, everything just right, everything perfect. T's crossed, I's dotted. You're making sure that everybody's happy, everybody's fed, everybody's got a seat, there's enough food, there's enough drink. You're worried about too many things. But Mary, she just chose to sit and to be with me. Can I remind you this Christmas, there's only one thing needed for Christmas to be what it's really all about is to choose to be with Jesus, to know Him, to desire His presence. Can somebody say amen? And I'm here tonight to tell you, I choose Jesus. I choose to be with Him. I choose to worship Him. I choose to serve Him. I choose to love Him. I choose to honor Him. I choose to adore Him. I choose that my family and my children's children will know the name of Jesus, the person of Jesus, and I don't want to lose. Well, let me tell you who did miss Him real quick. First of all, the innkeeper missed Him. Think about the innkeeper. The Bible says that there was this, this, this first time ever there was going to be a tax on these people in the whole Roman Empire. And everybody had to go back to the hometown. So this innkeeper was so successful, he had to put no vacancies out. There was no room. And little did he know, visiting his inn was Jesus, the Son of God. But he had no room for him. He was busy trying to make a dollar. He was busy trying to make a buck. He was just busy with life and raising money. And he's probably shouting hallelujah. Yet the Savior was at his door and he had no room for him. Busy providing for his family, but he missed Jesus. Let me tell you the second person that missed him, Herod. You see, King Herod, the Bible says here, that Herod wanted to kill him. Matter of fact, if we read on, Herod tried to put out Jesus. Had every child born, boy born, for the, up to the age of two, wiped out across the entire kingdom, wanting to eradicate the birth of this Savior. And I want to tell you, Herod missed him. Here's Herod's thought. There's no room for two kings. When these wise men came and said, where is he, the king of the Jews? Herod went, another king? Wait a minute, I'm the king. There's no room for two kings. There can't be two kings. Jesus said no one can serve two masters. If he's not first, he's last. Can somebody say amen? You see, Herod missed Jesus because of his own success, his own prominence, his own prestige. He wanted to remove his competitor. There's no room for two kings. But little did Herod know that Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Can I tell you something? Culture today is still trying to silence Jesus. Culture today is still trying to put Jesus aside. And I'm here today to declare and wave church that we will not be silenced, that Jesus is alive. Come on, somebody say amen. Let me tell you someone else who missed Jesus as I just read those two scriptures I read to you. It's Herod's, or if you like, the wise men that surrounded Herod. The chief priest and the wise men. He said, where is this child to be born, this king of the Jews? And they said, he's to be born in Bethlehem. They said, you can read about it in the Scripture. They knew the Word of God, but can I tell you, they missed who he was. 
Alls they were able to do was repeat what the Bible said, but they didn't know the living word. Listen to what the Bible says here. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was God in the beginning, and through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing has been made that has ever been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. And this light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. These men knew about the Word, but they didn't know that Jesus was the Word of God made flesh, and they missed Him. But let me tell you who found Him. Wise men found Him. Shepherds found Him, and they worshipped Him. Let me tell you who else found Him. Sinners found Him. Come on, somebody. And they worshipped Him. Listen to what they said about Jesus. This man sits with and welcomes sinners. Sick people found him. The woman with an issue of blood said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. What was it in her that knew that all she had to do was touch a piece of his clothing and she would be better? She knew who Jesus was. She knew what Jesus was bringing. She knew what Jesus represented. The wise men missed him. The innkeeper missed him. Listen, even Herod, not the wise men, but the Herod's wise men. And let me tell you something. If you're not careful today, we could miss him. And I want to tell you, he's available here today to bring healing to your body. Come on, somebody say amen. A prostitute called Mary didn't miss him. A military man with a hundred men under him didn't miss him. Business people found him. Everyone, listen to this, even people who worked for the IRS found him. Now, how me know that's a miracle as great as raising Lazarus? Children found him, and they sung, Hosanna, Hosanna. You know, I guess at Christmas time, you could put up a Christmas tree. You can come to church and sing carols because it kind of feels good. And you can get a warm, fuzzy feeling. Maybe the eggnog helps a little, eggnog. You can buy the jersey. You can wear the jersey. You can learn the plays. You can practice the plays. But if you're not on the team, you're not a part of the team. And I want to encourage you today, you need to meet Jesus for yourself. Do not miss Him this Christmas. Come on, somebody say amen. You can miss Him if you're all dressed up, but you don't join the team. <laughs> 